She comes out, glistening, gleaming, boobs popping out of the shirt unnecessarily, but she's actually, you know, she's in a sickening outfit. You know, uh-huh. Angelique Breer is just sickening no matter what. She goes, Entre soy y no ser. No, 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 wait, I gotta, I gotta, gotta. Yeah, she goes, Entre ser y no ser. Yo soy. I said it right, didn't I? No. Oh, shit. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, what was it? Wait, 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 wait. I got it, I got it, I got it. Ser o no ser. No. Entre ser y no ser. Yo soy. Which means, if I'm going to be somebody or nobody, I'm going to be something. So they're not really going to hire me, will they? No. Damn. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, welcome to our podcast. We are two geeky ladies talking about issues in our lives, relationship gossip, and occasional politics all while geeking and having fun. Let's geek! Hey! All right, man, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. So I hope, like, the little Latin music plays in the background. Be like, hey, because we talking about telenovelas. I like this. No, I really love this is going to be fun because yes. I get to talk about my black experience with telenovelas. I, know. I felt so bad. You know, it's funny because I felt bad. We were supposed. What episode was that? Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. During our nostalgia episode, she was telling me a little bit about her experience and how she got into it. I don't remember. I'm going to be honest. It's a couple episodes ago, but I don't remember like actually talking about it with or like adding it into it. So yeah. this is the nice chance to explain to our viewers. In a short story. Well, listen, yeah, listen, yeah. listen. You know, I'm trying to bring myself out of that habit of saying viewers. Oh, sure. don't worry. <laughs> you know why it is? Okay, it's because we are mostly in video production. Yeah, You're we're in front actress. of the camera, yeah. I, you know, I've been producing a few things. I've been editing and shooting and, you know, other different projects. And so my brain is so wired to saying viewers. Yeah. That this is, comp- like, this is a new realm. For the both of us, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So tell me your I first experience being exposed to novella. So I was eight years old, the or nine, and the first ever telenovela that I ever um, watched was called Maria de los Angeles. Did I say that one right? Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I feel right. like I did leave it in. I can't remember. But yeah. Yeah. Maria de los Angeles and it was great. And of course, it had this like little dramatic theme song. Would that fall into ranchero music? I honestly don't remember what the theme song was. Failed attempt. This is the thing. I don't, I can't speak Spanish, so I don't want to make up words and upset somebody. And please maybe don't. like, Thank you. yo, can somebody that. please get this chick, chica, like stop? So <laughs> yeah, but. You know, it it had a nice like theme song, <laughs> but it was about this um girl. I'm sorry. Okay, let me tell you how I really really started okay. because this is crazy, right? All right. So it's about this guy named um Radames Besanta, mm-hmm. who's a poor guy, and he's like ten. And this is actually filmed in Venezuela. Yeah, yeah. this one apparently came from Venezuela. So yeah, he's poor, and then on top of that, you got Okidia Cordoba Escalante. I know, that's a really long name. Yeah. And a black person like me still remembers that name. Okidia Cordoba Escalante. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, y- y'all it's got funny. long names. I, I remember, so, yeah. <laughs> y'all no, I remember the... um um. Oh, you know what? It just hit me. No, it's not 
ranchero. It's it sounds like a Spanish romantic song. Oh, okay. yeah. So no, the song that I played you from from a different novella. We'll talk about it later in the podcast. That is ranchero, and when I hear it, and then I see these actors. Oh, and then the guy of like for like I don't know what he was using like dough or clay. Oh my god! Hold I on. will say in Give these yes a novellas, <laughs> the men are very beautiful because like even like with the oh, storyline. Oh, finish your story. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Even with like the storyline of uh, Maria de Los Angeles. Yeah. So like right from there, Okidia is the lover of Damas. Mm-hmm. They're teens. It's implied that they're teens. Right. But of course, there's another guy, which I really do apologize. I think the character's name was Ricardo. I I apologize if I got it wrong. It's but, okay. So yeah. Yeah. He was in love with Okidia. Mm-hmm. Okidia ain't feeling him because Okidia want Radamas. That's her boo since like they were like three or something. Like they really yeah, in they, they, d- yeah they really mm-hmm. indie. So w- what's the best thing he's gonna do? You know what? I got money. I'm just gonna go to her stepdad and just spy her. And the stepdad's just like sure. So they're minding their own business. Arcadia and Radamas and the father just so like yo. Just to let y'all know, my daughter getting married tonight and she marrying Ricardo. Let's celebrate. And she like come again. And he's like yeah, <laughs> you're gonna marry her. And she goes to her mom and says mom. You, you won't know let my stepdad do this. You know that. <laughs> you know that storyline reminds me of uh, "Lo que la vida me robó." Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah, right. Pretty yeah. much. Uh huh. The except, mom is just like, except she didn't get tricked into falling in love with him, and then she true. found out after That's the true. fact. True. With this, true. she knew from the jump, and she from was not jump. having okay. it. So it was crazy. She was forced to marry the guy, and then Rosalinda is this young woman who's virtuous. She's a little poor and everything. And she's in love with this rich guy that happens to be Okidia's stepbrother. Yeah. Okidia's <laughs> stepbrother. Because y'all, y'all, y'all's telling Ovelis, y'all really love merging in with families. I didn't realize. <laughs> she in love with Rosalinda and everything. Yeah. Yep. He sleeps with her, deflowers her. Her parents find out. Then they call her a whore because they he deflowered um their yeah. own their daughter, and it's a big thing. And he's like, "Don't worry, I'm actually in love with your child, and I'm rich, and I'm gonna take good care of her because she's pregnant with my first child. So don't worry." And they're like, "You know what? You good? You all right with us?" Literally, <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Then it craziness happens. He gets in an accident and dies. And Rosalinda's alone with the baby. And Rosalinda's in mourning because she's about to get married to, right. you know, her husband. So she's over here with Okidia, like, you know, girl, like, you know, you're supposed to be my new, ste- you know, sister-in-law. This is crazy. Like, you know, and she's just so like, first off, trick, <laughs> you're not going to have this baby. You're not even going to be part of this family because... I was going to get that money. But yep. because he decided to get married to you and actually fall in love because I was going to kill him and figure it out in a way, even though I really did, was cool with them. You know, I wanted that money because I'm mad at my stepdaddy right now. You out here talking about, oh, we're going to be all buddy-buddy because he's dead, no, sweetheart. I'm going to take you out. Just like I tried to take the father out, too. Rosalinda pregnant with the baby. Right. She gives away the baby to a convent, and that baby is Maria de los Angeles. The nuns name her Maria. Yeah. Yeah. After she gave that baby away to convent, she meets Amradames. They get together. They have their own kids. So you got Okidias, the soon to was supposedly, you know, sister-in-law, now marrying her ex-man that she's in love with. And she doesn't find this out until like 18 years later. And 
Maria is in love with this guy named Jorge who comes from the fields who really doesn't know who his father is. His mother's a prostitute. Guess who his father is? <laughs> Take a guess, girlfriend. <laughs> Just tell me. It's it Radames. Be- <laughs> Radames Basanta. Rosalinda's husband who gave birth to Maria de Los Angeles is Jorge's father. And Maria de Los Angeles' mother is Rosalinda. Their parents are married to each other. But they're not related in any way, shape, or form and they both share a half sister who hates both of them for the fact (laughs) that she's related to them you want to know why Mm -hmm. because she has a crush on this guy that has a crush on maria so she hates her own half sister and the guy's a piece of shit too oh and his name was Rodrigo. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It was crazy. And guess whose son, whose stepson was Rodrigo? Orkidia. <laughs> and Orkidia. But it's different because Orkidia <laughs> actually liked, you know, um, Rodrigo, you know, her stepson, even though she don't F with the dad. And she tried to poison his dad. And she still was like, I don't know how he got poisoned, but my baby come here. She's that evil. But you know what's so funny? Mm-hmm. This gets into the point of what I want to get into. Story plots and novella are just mind-boggling. It's just like, what? Because here's the thing. After I went through film school, you learn about character development. You talk about story plot. Come to find out everything that you learn, novellas is like, nah, you see? Mm-hmm. As you get older. Every, everything you know, yeah, trash. The best example I can give you, okay, the girl didn't get knocked up right away, but there's a, oh my God, I love this novella so much. Cuidado con el ángel with Maite Perroni. What does that mean in English? Cuidado, that be careful with an angel. Oh. Yeah, I remember the girl starts getting traumatized because she... I guess, like, the guy, like, the our main protagonist, like, he was super drunk and all this stuff. The, the way they portrayed it is that she's running in the forest or whatever, and the guy's trying to catch up to her or whatever. Yeah, Dramatic. it's just so bizarre. And then the thing is, like, I guess he, like, ropes her. He doesn't do anything to her. It's presumed from the way it was shot. And the thing is, she gets traumatized by that. And guess what the novellas decided to do? <laughs> so you're in a, you're going to end up falling in love with the guy who groped you. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, because here's the thing. It's just so bizarre how, like, some of these, like, no diss, because when you peel the layer off, it just reminds me so much. It's like, wow, really? You're going to make this girl fall in love with a guy who groped her? You want to know what relationship, like, how s- these relationships, and I agree with you when yeah. you're talking about these relationships and telenovelas, like me watching Teresa. Right, Teresa. Mariano uh-huh. and Teresa, they ticked me off so bad. There were moments <laughs> where I was emotionally invested in them. Uh-huh. And then there were moments where I was getting sick of them. I said, you bitches are always getting it on and then leaving each other. Mariano, you are a fuckboy because you out here acting a fool. She clearly playing you. And Teresa, I would have smacked you up because you really playing this gorgeous man who is walking sex. How dare you, girl? How dare you? And I just love, by the way, after she gets married with Arturo, they go ahead and um they uh after I guess after he got married or whatever, uh Mariano becomes a successful doctor and she's yeah. like, Well, you know what? On second thought <laughs> I know, with that shirt off. I just watched the novellas. 
Yeah. And then I relate it to my experience dating, of course, because, you know, everybody's different, you know? Yeah. And I just think it's cute and funny at the same time. Because I remember I have a... Um, a person I used to date at a time, we're, we're right. really good pals, and he's um, Hispanic. And we were talking about that is, so I was watching it. At the time, I was watching right, it, and right, he right. was he heard the theme song, and he was like, what are you watching? How do you know that song? He was like, he was like, where did you know about this show? And I told him I used to watch it when I was younger, and I heard about this show. It's really good. But one of the things I told him, I was just so like, Mariano and Teresa get on my nerves. And he Oh, sorry, Teresa. And he was like, oh, how they get back together and then they break up. Then they, I said, yeah. And I said, now it makes sense. <laughs> Whenever I was arguing with my ex or any dude, any one of y'all that I dated, because we would argue, getting maybe a few heated arguments or maybe silly arguments. And I'd be like, I'm done with you. Get away from me. Welcome and then they do something. Latinos, Hispanics. And then they do that cute <laughs> shit. They bring you flowers. They sing to you. And it'd be like, Mi amores. I'm just like, oh, they serenade you. Yeah, yeah oh, it's so, so freaking cute. Like, I'm just like, I want to knock you out right Talking now because you did me that, wrong. You know but it's funny. Hot. I feel like novellas implant some type of thing and that's in what your I'm head. To get to. I yeah, feel yeah. like that's because where the it came from. Yeah, because here's the thing. I feel like self-consciously it's going into our head because us teens, like from the ages of like, what, 13 to 16 or whatever, we're watching these novellas. Like, Rebelde. Yo, Rebelde was like my shit. What was that one about? Wait, don't you remember RBD? Oh, yeah. isn't that that school one with the yes, high school? Yeah, I keep hearing no, about they're not that. high school. They're like college or something. Oh, they're college? I don't know. I don't know. I do know it's that like song, Two Amor, which thing. I really like. Yeah. When it's like, Two Amorna, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. They're from there. Yeah, they're from there. Oh, wow. So the thing that I love about it is that I love how, okay, so one thing I want to get it across. A novella is nothing without La Toxica. Like, for real. And then it's funny because sometimes I blame novelas. I'm like, I've been so obsessed with watching novelas that I once became toxic of myself in a relationship. <laughs> like, legit. But I swear. Like, okay, and I'm, I'm about to put my shit a little bit on blast. But, like, one of my ex-boyfriends kind of converted me into La Toxica. And then I took a little tip and notes from <laughs> I was watching. Oh, you want to cheat on me? Put that shit on MySpace? Okay, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I get so into it because yeah. I'll be watching it and, you know, me, I'm an idiot. I'll be like, bastardo. Zuetame. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. I say, you cheated on her. How dare you touch her? How dare you touch her? Zuetame. Leave us alone. Wait, can I, like, can okay. I forget? Can I, I? I know. Oh, my God. This is me being Yasmin. Um, I like to jump around conversations and I've been clocked by my friends like oh keep it to one story and I can't because the funny thing that I have to talk about is that you know how okay you know how you get so into the thing uh into the novellas where you're just like oh hold on you know how you get into the novella so much that like you're so invested in it tell me why and this is another uh, a pet peeve of mine if like I don't know if it has to do with like the writers or whatever it, you know it has to be with the writers anyways but the thing is when, okay, 
you see that there's two people that love each other, but I don't know, like life gets in the way, you know what I mean? Like they just can't be happy because the mom's pissed off because the, the mom's father's having an affair with like somebody's sister on that side of the family or, you know, something's always driving them apart. But then in comes the uh, crazy toxica of a bitch <laughs> coming in and wants to say, I like you. I want you. I know you're in love with that girl, but I'm going to seduce you. And the guys are like, oh, you want to have sex with me? Oh, I can't. And it's, and then it happens. Like, okay. In the novella, um, Trumf, oh God, I might be mispronouncing this, but like Trumfio de Amor. I don't know why I can never pronounce it. It's like Triumph of Love. Well, William Levy and Maite Perroni, there's a scene where this woman, I can't remember her name right now, but like the blonde girl in that novella, she's psycho. Like she's so obsessed with William Levy's character. Oh, that, Lord. And she's the ex-girlfriend. And the thing is, there's this scene where uh, Maite Perroni's character and William Levy are like at a, an exotic place because they were doing some modeling thing or something like that. Because he works in a modeling company owned by his mom um, or his uh, madrasta, you know, um, the stepmother. And so, the sorry, I keep forgetting, like I'm throwing Spanish words and you're just looking at me like, huh? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. So no, some of them, I'm actually happy because, so, you know, half of the stuff you're saying I actually understand. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't have to explain it. Great. But the point is, in this particular scene, like I was telling you, like, literally, the psycho girl puts on a black wig, gets in bed with William Levy, and then, uh, the, William Levy's character, and then they do the devil's tango, and then he wakes up like, oh my god, like, oh, I didn't recognize it was you. I was like, homeboy, I know you ain't that drunk enough not to realize she got a wig on, and she didn't even put it on correctly, first off. <laughs> I don't, I'll be honest, because some of the, you know, me watching it, and I guess me being American, or I don't know, maybe Black perspective, America. I don't know what perspective okay. it is. It's just me watching it. <laughs> and I just, you know, sometimes I do get into it, and then I'm just so like, so nobody's gonna notice. Like, does this storyline make sense? How does he no, have a plane crash, and you guys this have is, a kid? So when they find the timeline to have a kid? Like, you don't watch it for the story plot, okay? okay? Who cares about the story plot? It's not like an American thing where, like, Americans are really invested in, like, story plots and, like, character development. Telenovelas, they're on a whole different type of thing. They're like, we need drama. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not an episode without a girl, like, falling down the stairs and all of a sudden she becomes blind. <laughs> like, it, like, like, medical reasoning out the window. <laughs> like, I was watching a video where Maite Perroni, like, they had Maite Perroni sitting down and she was watching, like, her previous, um, like, uh, okay. her previous and acting and stuff. And she's, and she's uh, legit like this. Yeah, like, and she's okay. like, oh my god, I can't believe I had to act out that scene. And she even said herself in the scene of uh, Trunfio de del Amor, or I think it's that one, where, no, sorry, Cuidado con el Ángel, she Wait, plays what, a blind character. What does that mean? What? Can you repeat that again? Which one? You said Cordado in El... You said, oh, cuidado, cuidado con El Ángel. Be careful with the angel. Okay. Yeah, right. okay. So in that in that novella, like, she becomes blind. Mm. Um, I forgot the first time how she got blind, but the second time she got... No, yeah. She got shot, 
And um, they were doing an acting scene, and one of the bad characters pretty much uh, loaded the gun, mm-hmm. and the but the actors didn't know it was loaded. So when they were acting the scene, that's one of my biggest fears, by the way, when there's like gun on set. The thing is, they didn't realize that the, it was um, filled with bullets, and the safety wasn't on, and the actor ends up shooting the girl. Oh no! And she ended up uh, becoming blind. Yeah. And the funny thing is that it's being blind is not funny. The thing that I laugh and a lot of people started laughing, and this is where my teperoni was like, my family even gave me shit for it. When she was trying to uh, get her eyes fixed, unfortunately, she was fighting with uh, with uh, her ex, which is, again, William Levy's uh, character. I can't remember his name. But the mm-hmm. thing is, she ends up tripping, like falling, falling onto an oncoming car, rolling over on the car. Why like, do I feel rolling? like I've seen this yeah. scene? <laughs> She's rolling on the car, hits her head on the mirror, they, and, she and she falls becomes, to the ground. I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She becomes permanently blind. <laughs> I, 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 that's <laughs> what I'm talking about, yes. I remember oh, I've seen that clip. Yes. And that's what I'm talking about, where I'm me, I will sit here in my home with my teddy bear, and I'm just so like, so are we not going to talk about this scene? And no, this we're is not me as the actress scene. from the, I'm like, somebody really wrote this. What year did this come out and then I'd be like this came out in 2014 like somebody no, earlier uh, like, than that but, yeah but you know yeah. I'll see clips like that and I'll be like this came out in 2014 and somebody signed off on thing. this here's the thing or I'll be like oh it's 2007 that makes when sense when you're watching telenovelas you can't watch it as an American like nobody cares about the plot and for anybody who tells me well we, we actually care about the plot uh uh-uh. uh no <laughs> you go to Netflix for that <laughs> So do they have their own award shows? Because, you know, like for American soap operas, their own version of it. I think it's the Emmys. That's their own version of getting an award. I think so, but I never watch. Because I I don't even... uh, I feel bad saying this. Like, I should care, but, like, I don't actually watch it. Because here's the thing. They don't really promote it. Or if they do, it's never under my radar. So people like uh, Mr. Sebastian Oris, that's it? What? So, Ruyi. Yeah. I think it's Ruyi. Him and Angelique so, Boyer and William Levy. Oh, Angelique like, Boyer got a bunch so of awards for okay. a lot of her stuff. Cool. I just don't know what the um what the actual ceremony is. Well, I might as well ask this question. I mean, we know who Celia Cruz is. Of course, obviously. Yeah. But um, for those who don't know who Celia Cruz, she is a Cuban singer. She mm-hmm. is the queen of soul. Well, no, 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 no. No, she's not. She's the queen of salsa music the queen of soul is aretha franklin and the queen of latin soul is la lupe shout out to la lupe mm. yeah i love la lupe and you know what i had a funny thought the other day wait I was what watching... about wait no wait. yeah i'm still gonna go with my thought just speaking on la lupe real quick and okay. you know we talked about zoe saldana i saw a clip of la lupe singing and everything like that and then it occurred to me, instead of Zoe Saldana trying to do a movie, trying to be, you know, what's her name? Nina Simone. Trying to be Nina Simone. What she needs to do is be La Lupe in a biopic movie. I said, that's a, that's what you need to be doing. Like, it occurred to me. I said, you would kill this. That's, you know. But um, getting back to Celia Cruz, uh-huh. she had a, um, there's a telenovela that came out a few years ago mm-hmm. um, called Celia, and it's based on her life. Oh, yeah. I never got around to watch it, but I know what you're talking it about. It was on Netflix. I watched mm-hmm. it on Is Netflix. Is it still on there? I don't know. Oh. Huh. 
but we'll talk later. I had watched it on Netflix. It occurred to me because I was just on the internet minding my own business. I guess I was like what you call the rabbit hole of YouTube. Yeah. And I saw this telenovela commercial and I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, black actors? They're speaking Spanish? Holy crap! Oh, They're Afro-Latinos? That's exactly mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to bring in this conversation because that's what drew to me. I was like, black Latinos, all of them are acting. You know, Holy crap, I've never seen this before. You know I need to see the show. I can say, um, there was, a, again, Maite Perroni. I, I love her. I love her. She was in a novella called La Gata, and some of these, uh, she she was hanging, I don't know, she lived in some type of dumpster. Her character lived in a dumpster and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. it was like a lot of kids in the barrio. And so... Um, What's the barrio? The ghetto. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so um, the thing is, in that novella, I saw uh, a dark-skinned person. And I was just like, what? And this is interesting because, you know, I've seen... They always cast light skin. uh, Yeah. I saw, uh, you know that website, you know, that channel, Me Too, that's by BuzzFeed? No. Well, um, Me Too, it's like the Latin version of BuzzFeed. It's a branch. It's owned by... But that's their Latin market and everything. So they call it Me Me Too. And then you have the other one that's like Pero-like... That's mm-hmm. another one that's under BuzzFeed. I remember seeing one with a light-skinned Latina, and she was talking about how she loved Latin, you know, telenovelas growing up. And she said her um, father is tan, he's dark-skinned, and her mother is a light-skinned Latina. Right. She's clearly light-skinned because of her mother. But she, as she's growing up and everything, she realized that she's never really seen, like, telenovelas yeah, with... True black Latinos and she asked her mother about it like you know that's what she was saying in the you know the BuzzFeed clip and she was talking about how like you know Latin black Latinos are not you know shedding light that's because true. they act and everything but you there's a few s- novellas and I yeah. would you know here's to props for um um Televisa no not Televisa Univision uh, is it or Telemundo Telemundo, Telemundo, because there's actually a was few. on Telemundo, I believe. Yeah, no, there's a few um, novelas. I can't remember. They, it's like based in the Caribbean. I, that's all I can remember. Unfortunately, I don't remember this novella's name. But I, I saw um, Afro Latinos there, and I was just like, I loved it. Wow. And would you believe Celia is the first like um, telenovela I ever finished? entirely like it's right yeah because you know i watched it when i was younger but i never really finished these you know novellas celia was the first one i ever finished and that was 2015 and that show introduced me to celia cruz i got hit to celia cruz in 2015 watching that telenovela i fell in love with that woman because of that like i was crying and everything watching it because i'm just so like this is a gem i said this is a story that's so untold i'm like how many black latinas are out there with their stories untold how many people like um i hope i get the term right like chinos is that the term is that a proper term i'm supposed to say uh i have no idea well, I, I, can't, hope, I can't say. Yeah, 100%. if I offended, I really do apologize. Which are people who are like half Latino, half um, Asian? Do you oh, do like? Do okay. we see like? I, of course, yeah. do we see? I, I honestly don't know. Do the, you see novelas like that? At least yeah. with at least an actor of that background. Hello. No, so no. me watching it, I was just so mesmerized, and I could relate. I'm just so like, I saw them as Latin Latins. I was just like, yeah. y'all just black Latins, and I'm like. 
your drama is not different from reg my drama or anything from the mm-hmm. black, you know, from the black American experience yeah. and then from the African experience. I'm like, y'all are basically the same, except y'all are Latin and everything. And <laughs> yeah. y'all get and y'all spicy and y'all y- y- y'all don't play that either. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> doesn't matter the race. Black people just don't play that in general. And it was just so beautiful. And her music is just, oh my gosh. And to just find out all the racism that, you know, she had oh, to deal yeah. with in Cuba. And then, you know, they had a fictional La Lupe in Celia. And the woman that played on um, the character's name was Lolo Calvo, which is supposed to be based on La Lupe. I cannot remember the woman's name off the top of my head at the moment, but she was freaking... Oh, sorry. It's Carolina um, Gacan. I hope if I pronounce it right. Yes. Ca- yeah. Carolina Gaitan. Yeah. Gaitan? She played Gaitan Lola Calvo. She was tripping that. She was singing. She was dancing. She was everything. Then, of course, you had this the lady, um, Jamie ja- Asario. Who played Celia? Isn't it Jamie? Oh, is it Jamie? Oh, okay. I think so I don't know. It's who played so Celia Modesto Lacine? Who oh, played okay. um, you know, who played young Pedro Knight? And their cube, and I remember seeing an interview with them when they were talking, they were promoting the show. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. And of course, I'm so happy whoever made this YouTube video put translations. And they were <laughs> even talking about how happy they were to be put on the spotlight for once. How it's so it's, funny. Did yeah. you talk about translation? Sorry, mm-hmm. this is kind of sidetracking a little bit. But, like, you talk about uh, translation because sometimes I talk to you about telenovelas I'm watching. And you're like, is there translation? I'm like, why? And I didn't realize that because I thought it was just uh, Latinos and Hispanics just watching uh, telenovelas. And this is... And then they don't cater, you know. I don't think they, they don't. really cater. They don't. It, unless and it's a fan, it's usually a fan page that actually puts the subtitles in there. And I totally get it. I get it because that's your channel. Y'all just so happen mm-hmm. to air it here. But look at this. We're paying for Let's it. Let's talk about but, Korean dramas, though. Yeah, they put English subtitles yeah. because they know that the American or I I don't know. This it's is me just, just so speculating, like, me? but like uh, you know, when they start putting these subtitles, clearly they have like English speakers watching their stuff so when you go to like vicky or you know you're on netflix you turn on the subtitles mm-hmm. you'll see english subtitles like i would really as a viewer a person that watches this mm-hmm. i will say it is annoying for me to have to like scramble to find subtitles or worse you know have to wait months or maybe about a year or two until it comes on a streaming platform like, you know, Netflix and Amazon Prime just to get subtitles. And then, of course, there's the obvious thing, which I'm pretty sure somebody's listening be like, trick you ever thought of just learning spanish because i told this to my friend um, oh yeah and they, i yeah. remember you telling me the story yeah, and i'll tell the story because i remember telling um a friend of mine who is from peru he's one of my best friends i was just like i love telenovelas but it really annoys me that they don't have like spanish subtitles my mom my grandma watches indian soap operas and they have mm. english subtitles and they're speaking in hindu so i'm just over here like you know it'd be really nice i mean uh-huh. it'd be yeah. nice to get that viewership and he makes a joke he's just so like you can learn Spanish, Kai. And first off, the reason why we don't have subtitles because we don't need y'all in our business. So if you want to know what we're saying, <laughs> go learn. And I'm just so like, no, I want to know. I want subtitles. I want to read what you're saying. And this is yeah. funny too, even though watching the telenovelas and, you know, for a hot minute and then, you know, going to school and learning a bit of Spanish, of course, the language 
comes up. There are times which I do believe my friends, because most of my friends, even you've told me that the translations normally half the time don't match what they're saying. Yeah. That is very go, true. But you can kind of go around yeah, it. Like you can the, say, it. the sayings, there are some there, sayings we say it differently, but you can still yeah, get the context. And it. there are times where, you know, I watch and I'm just so like, that's not what that means at all. I said, oh, you trying to be slick. Oh, I see what you do <laughs> and everything. I remember where one of them was dating a woman and they called the woman in a um, slur. I don't think it was a slur, but what mm. they wrote under was a different thing. Because oh. they're, they're just so like, I'll say what was we'll said. If not, we can cut it out. They're just so like, oh, so you dated the... Um, they're like, you're dating the... How do you say... Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, so you're dating the gringo now? The gringa? Because it's a woman. Oh, gringa. Yeah. yeah. So, I was just, so I was laughing watching it and everything like that. But they used something else. But under, it said, so are you dating the pretty lady? And I laughed. And I said, y'all, really? <laughs> really? But when it was say? the black person now, they said negrita, it said the black lady. And I said... Wait, but Negrita, oh, hold on, hold but on. But Negrita does mean, you know, pretty black lady. But it was just... No, but I know, but like usually, uh, we've told, I don't know how many times my dad, my dad actually had to explain this to somebody because my dad told um, a customer one time because they heard um, him call my daughter Negrita. And then uh, the customer, I guess, got offended for us. You know what I mean? And then my dad was like, Negrita for uh, Hispanics, Latinos, it's kind of like a cute name yeah. or something like that. Yeah, like a pet, uh, a pet Like name. Celia Cruz wrote a song called La, ne- um, na- La Negra Tumbao. Am I saying it right? La Negra Tumbao. La Negra Tiene Tumbao. Oh, la negra tiene tumbao. Yes, yeah. you said it. Yeah, which means the lady, um, the black lady has it, or I think the lady yeah, has yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's it translated just, in English. Yeah. So it's, she said she sang that song. Oh, that was I an old song. It was like two thousand and one yeah. or two thousand two. I love that music video. By the way, Listeners, I love how you said two thousand one is old. That was almost uh, like eleven years ago. Like, hold up, no, sorry, no. nine years ago. No, sweetheart, two thousand and one is like what I think. Her, it's Wait. over 15 years ago now. We're in 2009. Yeah, that's 19 years ago. Yeah, it's been 2001. Wait, shoot. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. she wrote that You know song. what it is? It's because yeah. we lived in that generation. Yeah. I don't feel like it's it was that long ago. Yeah, it really doesn't, but it, it really was. And, you know, I would hope from, you know, shows like Celia, we could see more shows like that. I don't think anytime soon. Not that I'm doubting. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping so that there will be diversity in the cast. In, uh, there was one on Netflix that I still haven't watched. I actually was excited to see it, but it was kind of controversial for some people. Really? Yeah, because you- it's about this um, black bruja. And she, um, it's, I haven't heard of this. One. Okay, so it's on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. It came out, I think, do, two years do you know ago. The name? I can't remember. I, I would have to Google it to know okay, the name. Okay, if we find the name, we'll, we'll let our viewers yeah. know. Yeah, but what it is, she's a black... We'll let our listeners know. Yeah, listeners, yes. <laughs> Sorry, so, we'll eventually get out of the, the She's habit. a black witch, and she's mm-hmm. in the future, yeah. And, you know, she's in the current future, and she's trying to get to the past. And, you know, she runs into some guy, you know, and she's just like, hey, I need you to help me get to the past and everything like that because I got to break this curse and everything. She was burned at the stake as a witch and she Mm -hmm. did some kind of spell which brought her to the future and she's trying to go to the past. But this is where it got controversial. She's a slave 
And she's trying to go back to the past to be with her boyfriend who apparently allegedly owns her or something like that. And because of that, it had upset some people because, you know, Mm -hmm. you rarely see telenovelas with a Black Latin person as a lead, as a lead. So for them, it was just so like, really come on but from what i heard it was good like i i heard it was oh, good i want to watch it then i, I still want to watch it i, I heard it was you. good okay. so you know yeah you know we gotta take baby steps you yeah know, eventually i feel like steps. we're gonna get there we're 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 evolving hopefully you know we're i gonna just get... as a me me from you know i enjoy telenovelas i don't speak spanish I'm not Latino as far as I know unless I do something crazy like Ancestry DNA and find out and then I'd be like, oh, it totally makes sense. But for now, I'm just a regular old black African person. (laughs) I would really appreciate it if these channels like Telemundo Univision had, you know, English subtitles with their, t- with their, yeah. you no, know, I agree their with stories. That, yeah. You don't have to do it with your news. Just have it with your, you know, television shows. Yeah. So I want to laugh have at y'all. Op- yeah, I want to kiki with y'all too. I want to maybe have my child watch Chavo. You know? Oh, my bad. You see what I mean? (laughs) This is what I'm talking about. (laughs) At least I know what El Chavo is. And I I would like my black child or my child to watch it. You know? Mm -hmm. Help a sister out. I promise I'm going to do my best to learn Spanish. I'm trying. But I'm just saying... Bring me in. I'm an ally. Like, I just love y'all writing. Like, y'all know how to write some good drama. Like, you know, <laughs> Love and Hip Hop, they need to write for Love and Hip Hop. Like, you watch nah, like Love and Hip Hop Miami. <laughs> love and Hip Hop Miami, we call it the telenovela. Really? Yeah. If people who watch Love and Hip Hop, for example, we call um, Love and Hip Hop Miami the telenovela um, spinoff of I have love yet to watch it, so I no, don't know. Because half of the cast are Latino or Hispanic, or Afro-Latino, and Black, and everything. Yeah, yeah. most of the cast are, like, you know, Afro-Latino, and then you have a few Black cast members, and then fully, you know, Latin. Yeah, the way they be going at each other sometimes, it's like a soap opera. There's a clip I need to show you of Amara La Negra, who is a singer from the Dominican Republic. She was on Love & Hip Hop breaking up with her boyfriend. I was like, y'all need to hire. I was like, Telemundo, (laughs) Univision, whoever's watching Love & Hip Hop, y'all need to hire Amara La Negra because she was giving me telenovela life. <laughs> I forgot that this was real. I'm just like, yeah, she's just like, you need to leave this house right now. <laughs> it's like, girl. He's like, baby, I love you. You need to leave right now. You don't know what love is. Can I find that clip for you, please? <laughs> and we can go to commercial. Hello, everyone. I have a partnership with a brand called Salty Mermaid Swimwear. At Salty Mermaid Swimwear, you can get your wonderful bathing suit in all different shapes and sizes for the guy in your life or the girl in your life. And best part, they even have matching sets so you can match with whoever you love. Tell them Kat sent you. Go to SaltyMermaid.com and put the code SALTY15CAT and you'll get 15% off your purchase. Once again, that's Salty Mermaid Swimwear and the code is SALTY15CAT at SaltyMermaid.com. And we're back. What did you think of the clip? Love it. I have to agree with you. It is straight up from a novella. And I love how it's got that stereotype of it's like, but I love you. You yeah, know what I mean? He it was just like did not sign up for this. Yeah. He's just like, yo, he's like, 
this is not what I signed up for when I did it Afro Latina, but you know and what? You said... This is exactly what I signed up for. <laughs> Wait, and then you said Black Twitter blew up. Yeah, Black Twitter blew up watching that clip. Like legit. Like I was just it was funny. I didn't know I was watching Yeah, the tweet that said like, yo, I was watching Love and Hip Hop. What happened? Did this just become Telemundo? And people are just like, yo, Amara is giving tele like telenovela yeah, realness, realness and I'm yeah. living for the and people just so like Amara, totally why don't you start it. watching telenovelas after this? Because <laughs> I really felt like it really gave you that vibe. It, like, oh, no, okay. it really did. And then you got that Spanish, and I was like, oh, okay. Because you know how I told you, I have yet to see the yeah. the, the show, and I was like, oh, okay. And it's funny because I put in subtitles, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So to our listeners. <laughs> What is your favorite novella? What is the first novella experience? What did you guys feel? Who's your favorite villain? Or, you know, what what was the craziest novella story? Because I feel like I haven't seen all Teresa. of them. Really? That, th- that ending of her, like, you know, I don't want to... Like, can I ruin the ending of Teresa on here? Or but pretty much... I don't know. But pretty much Teresa had, like, three different... I yeah, there say, are three yeah, different endings. We can at least say crazy. that. Which is crazy. I think it's the first one in history. Yeah, the, Somebody can let us know. The, but let's just say the Mexican ending. So we... Not to give... The Mexican ending of Teresa... Y'all need to chill. So <laughs> I understand why Netflix got the ending it did. I wasn't happy with the Netflix ending, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was shook with the Mexican ending. So the third alternate ending no, was okay like that with me. Because that. I thought y'all were too extreme with that one. I was just like, dang, I'm just saying this is something you ain't had to do that. <laughs> like, but you know. And then moving on to our next segment. We are going to talk... The cheese may corner. You're not in this. What? <laughs> Sorry. You, you got too hyped. Sorry, I want to get that tone when I say oh, yeah. it. Because very soon we're going to probably have a soundbite for this. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. And um, this is actually about Vanessa Bryant. And right. Tell, yeah, tell me a little bit about so it. So we know that Black Mamba, also known as Kobe Bryant, the legend, passed away back in January of this year. Yeah. So Vanessa Bryant, who is the wife of Kobe Bryant, Vanessa Bryant's mother went on the channel Univision. And for those who don't know, Vanessa Bryant is actually Mexican. She's part Mexican. So her mother went on Univision to speak about what has happened since Kobe Bryant has died. Right. And she has made accusations that Vanessa Bryant, her daughter, after Kobe's, you know, death, she recently kicked her out of her house and Mm. also took away the car that she was given. So, you know, she lives in an apartment or a house, and Mm -hmm. she also has a car that was given to her by Vanessa Bryan and by Kobe Bryant. (laughs) She has been um, supported by Vanessa and Kobe Bryant for over 20 years, you know, the duration of their marriage, you know, the um, duration of a marriage. And for those who don't know, her... um, Mother's name is Sophia Lane. She said that her daughter has kicked her out. Her daughter took away her car. Her daughter took away her house. And it makes her very, very upset that her daughter has now, since, you know, the death of her, you know, son-in-law, her daughter has now changed in the way she acts. 
and she's just brokenhearted about the so situation. So she pretty much went on camera, yeah, exposed her daughter for doing Alleged, something, allegedly doing something. Yeah, and she did put it out there that you know she's brokenhearted. Reason why is because. Kobe and her were very close. She was very close to her son-in-law. And she also claims that, you know, they've been taking care of her for years. And Kobe always said he would take care of her. So you see what can be implied of what's happening. Yeah. So it's up to interpretation. The internet is divided with this because you do have Latin community having their own, you know, divide, okay, talking yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Then you got the black community talking about it, too. And it's interesting because I've gone into both Twitters and yeah. both different, you know, like looking at Latin people give their opinion uh-huh. and then looking at the black community give their opinion. And from what I'm seeing, most of it is the same thoughts. You got to have saying that, you know, they believe that Vanessa's mother is full of it and the reason um why is because vanessa her daughter did issue a statement mr um kobe ryan's widow she did say my husband and daughter passed away unexpectedly and yet my mother has the audacity to do an interview on tv talking negatively negatively about me while shedding tears about a car and home that wasn't in her name she has removed all her diamond jewelry emptied her apartment that i provide and put the furniture in storage to appear as though she is without support my husband and i have financially supported her for 20 years and i will continue to do so in addition to her monthly alimony Contrary to previous reports, she has not been physically present or emotionally supportive of my daughters and me and my husband and my daughter that passed away. Going forward, I see what is most important to my mom and it's beyond hurtful. I hope this public airing of our personal relations will stop here. And yeah, from that, because I feel so like she's already dealing with the tragedy yes. of her husband and, or you know her late Think husband. Think about it. She, this woman is going through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. This woman gave birth right. last year. She's already, you know, I, you know. I hate to guess. She's I don't going get the postpartum depression. I just feel that's going on. I don't know their business because, of course, we're only going by gossip. And this came from NBC News source, mm-hmm. MSNBC.com. This is where we're getting our sources from. She's going through postpartum depression. She lost her daughter and her husband on the same day and had to find out like the rest of the world on television. Do you know that, Yasmin, how we found out? I she know, found I know. Out. We talked there about is that. a well, video, we there about, is yeah. a reaction video of this woman. Are yes, you I've never seen it. A... Yes, yeah. it's, maybe some of y'all have seen it. I can admit on this podcast, I've never seen it. I've, I've seen it go viral, it. but I never watched it because that's just something I don't want to witness. No, that's just I my, yeah. for my sanity. No, that's just, you know, we wish her all the, the best. best. And, you know, our hearts are it's so really. close I just hope that this woman finds her peace. I just wish they would leave her alone and let her mourn in peace. Yeah. You know, like, she loved her husband, and from what she's going through a lot. Yeah. And all she has is her children at this moment, it seems, and maybe some close friends. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Uh, Yeah. So, getting into our last segment, our wild story of the day. We just got... Damn, bruh! That's wild. Where I find a wild story from around the world, and I just tell you. And also, you surprise me. Yeah! (laughs) And this story is actually two days old. And this actual story has been on, you know, like, different, Mm -hmm. you know, news stories. Well, different, you know, 
channels and stuff. So this one that I'm getting it from is actually from foxnews.com. <laughs> We're not going to throw shade, but foxnews.com. Yeah. But anyways, because, you know, they would cover a story like this instead of more important things. But anyways, uh, this is um, a story from two days ago, and it is called Illinois Man Keeps Sandwich Rich, um, Richard Nixon Half Ate 60 Years Ago. Yeah. So for those who do not know who Richard Nixon is, Richard Nixon was one of the former presidents of the United States. I really don't have the energy to remember what number. I'm not gonna lie, he wasn't really one of my favorite presidents, but he was a former president. So an Illinois man is celebrating 60 years yeah, his 60, 60 years, yeah, six, yeah, because yeah, 60 years ago, two days ago, for the 60 year anniversary for a man named Steve um, Jean from Illinois, when he was 14 years old, Richard Nixon had come to an event and he was eating a sandwich. Mm hmm. Yeah. So he was doing a rally mm -hmm. and, you know, right. And he was, you know, eating some food and all that stuff, saying hello to people. And this, you know, Mr. Gene like was going to be some type of creepy. Yeah, it is. It's creepy. Okay. Was, you know, 14 years old, a boy scout at the same time, you know, admiring the president mm -hmm. and everything. So when the event was over, Nixon put his sandwich, you know, his leftover sandwich that he didn't finish on the table. And he was just so like, so nobody is gonna do anything about this? He takes the sandwich? Yeah. Yeah, he took the sandwich. Uh -huh. So the 14-year-old Mr. Gene took Richard Nixon's half-eaten sandwich, went home that day and said, hi, mom. And this is the 70s. So, hi, mom. Um, you know that rally I went to with my Boy Scouts? So, Richard N Nixon was eating half a sandwich, and I grabbed the other half, mom. Do you mind if I freeze it? I want to keep this forever. Up until he was, like, 19, he said, when he moved. And then when he was 19 and moved, he decided to take it with him. So, he just kept it in the freezer. So, every day. He kept the yeah. sandwich in the freezer yeah. for 60 years? Yeah, for 60 years. Every day. It's kept in the freezer. But don't worry. It's really, really worked out. Because he has, you know, the half-eaten sandwich of Rickson Nixon, Richard Nixon, who is no longer with us uh -huh. and everything. He's become, like, a little undercover, you know, celebrity in his own unique way. He's one of those, you know, unique, weird celebrities. Mm -hmm. He's been on, you know, The Carson Show, which was an old show, you know, from yeah, the... Yeah, I yeah, remember, yeah, I remember that. And, you know, he, he, you know, where he actually showed it to them in the jar, and, you know... What if this was fake, though? No, it's real. It's 100% real. Are you serious? Yeah, they've... And that's the thing. At first, in the beginning, you know, mm -hmm. they thought it was fake, it was, yeah. you know, and then they're just like, was it really and he said yeah this is the event this is probably about like around when he was in his 20s mm -hmm. first telling people about it because he was just so like hey guys i got richard nixon's half-eaten sandwich you're like dude no you didn't yes i did i went to this event where richard nixon was what event was it he was at this event in 1970 blank 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 with the boy scout crew i have the receipts he's there there's him eating the sandwich and i have it and this is it that so technically, crazy. Richard Nixon's DNA is on that in a you know in a unique way. Yeah. So if they Don't ever wanted to clone Richard years, Nixon, they take a bite out of it. No, thank God. 
That's how this story was gonna end, people. I would not tell you this story at all. That's just okay. too gross for me to tell. I know it's wild, <laughs> okay, but that's so too gross. So yeah, no, that's the juice part. He's been on, you know, the Carson oh. show. He's been, you know, to several Wait, television so shows over the years uh-huh. bragging about the fact that he Maybe has a sandwich. sandwich. And like, you know, Carson Mr. Carson, before he passed away, he took a bite out of a sandwich and then, you know, wiped his face with a napkin and he said, Hey, since you're collecting these, let me give this to you. You never know. This may come in handy for you in the future since you got Nick Sins and he kept it for a hot minute. But Is at that collecting? time... No, he took it. He does. Oh, okay. And at that time, this was about maybe, what, the 25 or 30 year mark at that time where, you know, Mr. Gene had his appearance on the Carson show. And now it's 60 years. And Mr. Carson died. It's been over 20 years since right. Mr. Carson died. So think about that. He has that now. He also has a plate by Steve Martin, too. Are you serious? Yeah, a plate that Steve Martin had used and said, hey, you want to take this since you're collecting weird stuff from celebrities? And he said, sure, I'll collect so that, too. So is he too. the weird guy that collects stuff from celebrities? Yeah, so technically, as long as you offer, he won't, like, approach oh, you. Oh, you he's, won't approach yeah. you? Okay, so but, it's something he's Yeah, you would think he's it. one of those people that would be coming to Lady Gaga and be like, Lady Gaga, I'm such a fan. Can I have, like, a clip of your hair or your toenail? Or as she turns around, you know, they cut the hair. Yeah, and don't worry, you know, because I'll be able to sell this in like 20 years. Like, no. They come up to him and say, hey, I can give you some of my hair. I hear you collect celebrity stuff. You want a, my pencil from when I was in third grade? And he's like, heck yeah, I want Lady Gaga's pencil from when she's in third grade. Now this has never happened, but this is an example of the right, kind of guy right. he is. So yeah. That is crazy. So yeah. now he's just going around being, he's the celebrity yeah. Collector of junk. Yeah, yeah, he's not Whatever. really popping, but you know, he's like a mini, you know, in his town. Like, hey, in his, if he's in Illinois, it's like, hey, you know, Mr. Gene, he's that guy that has, he collects several, you know, celebrity stuff. And some of the stuff that he's collected, the few things uh-huh. he's got, has actually been in museums in the past. Are yeah. you serious? So he's, it's, wait, it's wait, a good investment, a though. But it's a good cool. investment that's kind for of him. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind I of would cool. never do it. That's creepy. If you ever did that to me and said, hey, I got a sandwich, cat, I'm such a big fan of you, but um, you know, back in 2000 and you know, 10, you were at Starbucks. I saw you drink your coffee, wipe your napkin and everything, and, and then throw the it napkin. in the trash. I still have that napkin from 2010. Me and I don't even know what I would say at that point. That's just I would look bizarre. at you. I would say that's nice for you, and then I would quietly tell my security guard, give him an autograph or her, and then afterwards keep them away from me. Because I don't want them around me because that's just too creepy. But that's just me. But I want to show I appreciate you, but I don't want to be in your peripheral. Because it makes you wonder what else you've been doing. Because I don't want to find out that you have my underwear from when, you know, like, or you have my cheerleading uniform or some crazy thing. Oh, it's a big, yeah. You know, I don't, I I don't want to, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, if celebrity wants to give some, some stuff, well, there you go. Yeah. That's the guy. He'll collect your stuff and... I don't know. They'll be put in museums and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of an interesting... I mean, this whole episode has been kind of like a... And this was far. I learned about telenovelas for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now to introduce these 
wonderful duos. Which I am so happy. Just like last week, I am so happy to announce this because this is, of course, an um, oldest friend of mine named Jimmy. So um, Jimmy and his brother, they have a duo group and their um, name is um, Danny and Jimmy. And they're based in Virginia? Yes, they're based, yeah, they're based in Virginia. And they have their new single, which comes out this week. And it's called... Te Quiero Ver. Yeah! So please follow them both on all platforms. Their song is out now. We about to play it, yeah! <laughs> Canales. 